Welcome to Tubular Connections, a series where we make meaningful connections in the HSS, steel, and engineering communities. Here's your host, Brad Fletcher, Senior Structural Engineer at Atlas Tube. Welcome to Tubular Connections. I'm your host, Brad Fletcher. Uh, today, we are in our Troy, Michigan office uh, for Z Modular, which is a division of Zuckelman Industries. Um, here today with Michael Bell, the Director of Engineering for Z Modular. Welcome, Michael. Thank you. So, um, Z Modular, fairly new division to the Zuckelman Industry family. Uh, give us a quick overview on what Z Modular is. So, Z Modular is a modular building and technology company. We uh, design and build modular buildings. Um, and we fabricate them in the factory and bring them to site and put them together almost like Legos. That's really cool. It's a great concept. Uh, you know, we've uh, basically taken the idea of construction and turned it into a uh, almost a manufacturing situation, right? Yes, that's right. Uh, traditional construction done on site is, is done uh, some, somewhat inefficiently. So we've uh, made those processes more efficient. Um, done a lot of them in the factory and taking it out to site where less of that work has to be done. So when we talk about a module, we're actually talking about really a, a fully completed building. Uh, you mentioned Lego blocks, that's a great analogy, but basically inside that Lego block, you've got the cabinets, you've got the furniture perhaps. Fully fit out units. Uh, if you think of a hotel room, which are ideal projects for us, uh, you would walk inside a module and everything would be completely finished down to uh, furniture installed, uh, TVs could be hung. Um, it's a completely finished unit on the interior. I imagine that changes this thought process that goes into design, right? Because as a structural engineer yourself, you're somewhat used to traditional design processes, but now modularly you have to think differently, right? Yes, you think from the inside out. So um, a lot of structural engineers uh, design the entire building. Uh, we design it from the inside. So we have to think of all of the connections, all of the things that need to happen uh, during fabrication, during transportation, during set, sequencing. Uh, so uh, that, that adds a little bit of uh, different thinking when designing modular. Okay, great. Well, let's back up, you know, a little bit about your role. You already mentioned you're the director of engineering. So kind of give us a quick overview of what your role here is. So um, I oversee the uh, engineering team that we have here at uh, Z Modular. So we uh, do a little bit of the research and development on our, uh, on our, um, our vector block. Um, we also do the engineering and determining how engineering needs to be done, the analysis. Um, we design new uh, connections to the podium. Um, we sort of set the standard building blocks of the vector block and uh, Z-modular components. Okay, you mentioned vector block, so that's a pretty important part of the technology here. So can you give us a quick view of what the vector block is? Yeah, so the vector block is a patented connection technology. It's a cast steel piece that allows the HSS to be connected together and form these fully volumetric modular frames. Um, these modular frames can be braced, they can be moment frames, and part of the vector block uh, technology is that it allows a connection from one module to the next uh, horizontally as well as vertically and transmits loads as well. Okay, so it basically is a corner piece yes. at each one of the modules and allows everything to be stacked, right? That's kind of the, yes, the, that's the, the other secret sauce. Yes, that's the, that's the premise behind it. it uh, you know, it, it's, it's a machined uh, piece, so uh, it keeps our tolerances tight. Um, it's a bolted connection, so uh, on site it's bolted and in the factory it's welded. Um, so it, it makes for a really 
it's it's a key component in our system, um, but it, it it makes for a very um, a very tight built building. Uh, the tolerances are really good. Um, the connections are easy. Uh, you know, fill bolted connection and shop welded. So, okay, great. Um, so let's take it out. You know, this little sidetrack here. So you, you, I mentioned you're a structural engineer. Yes. Uh, you're licensed here in Michigan. I'm yes. assuming, right? Uh, what other states are you licensed in? Uh, so I'm licensed in Florida, California, Texas, Alabama. Um, a total of 14. So okay. That's spread throughout the All right. Good uh, for you. That's state. awesome. Um, yeah. And for people who don't really understand, you know, when you're licensed in multiple states, it's not an easy thing. No. <laughs> a lot of continuing education yes. you have to keep up with. Yes. And obviously, you know, uh, there's just a lot of requirements. And each state has different requirements. Like I know Florida is probably one of the tougher ones. Florida is one of the tougher ones. Um, Texas requires a lot. Okay. Um, you know, after you once you get about ten or twelve or so, um, then it, it it sort of levels off. <laughs> okay, uh, and and it's a little bit easier to add others after that. Gotcha. So what? Uh, well, where would you go to school? Where'd you go to school? So uh, I did an undergraduate degree in architectural engineering at mm-hmm. the University of Kansas. Okay. So I'm a Jayhawk. All right. Um, and then after we that, won't hold that against. You. <laughs> <laughs> after that, I uh, did my master's degree in structural engineering at uh, UC Berkeley. Okay. In California. All right. So. So you've gotten, you've seen kind of a couple. You've seen the the West Coast, which obviously yes. is a whole other animal. Yes, yes, I've seen the high seismic design in California, and uh, you know the high wind design sure. uh, here on the the, the eastern side. Yeah. Okay. Um, once you came out of school, what what can you give us kind of an arc of your career path? I mean, I know you were in the modular business prior to coming here, but where else? What, what give me just a little arc of your your path? So after school, I uh, joined a firm here in the Detroit area, Albert Kahn Associates, and I. Worked there for about five years, designing steel and concrete structures, um, a lot of automotive uh, buildings, uh, a lot of uh, hospitals, um, a church. Uh, so I had some varied experience there. Okay. Um, then when I left there, I joined uh, Champion uh, Home Builders, which is a modular building company, and did a lot of residential modular design, as well as um, we started getting into a lot of commercial a modular design. So I was there for about 10 years before uh, joining Z Modular here uh, about a year and a half ago. Okay. Fabulous. So clearly you've gone through the transition of having to now think modularly. So you, you've, you've already got that experience because that's probably, I would imagine, one of the biggest challenges for a young engineer, uh, which we should mention that uh, Z Modular has grown quite a bit here and you've been adding some engineering staff. So I imagine that's one of the biggest things for people to get their head around as they join Z Modular is to think differently. Yes. So it does take time to think modularly. You have to think about uh, designs, uh, how they work in the factory, uh, how they work during transportation, how they work during the set sequence, access to connections. So you do have to think um, a little bit different than uh, a typical uh, site-built structure. Um, And yes, it does become a a slight challenge to get uh, new young engineers or even experienced engineers to um, understand that concept. Um, You know, they understand the concept of design and engineering, um, but adding that modular component takes a little bit of time. Sure. That makes a lot of sense. I've kind of been involved with Z Modular uh, from its inception. And so uh, even for myself, it was it's, you know, still sometimes a little challenging to kind of understand how different the process is. Yes. Um, And so what are the advantages of going down that road? I mean, if if someone wants to think of a project in a modular sense, what are some of the advantages that that brings 
So um, modular construction is is faster. That's that's one of the primary uh, reasons that people like to do module modular construction, because while the foundation and podium is being constructed on site, the modules are being built in the factory, and then the setting process is very fast. That can, there can you can set 10, 12, or more modules per day and have a building set in a matter of a couple of weeks. So shortly after foundations or podium are completed, your modules arrive, and your building is now 90% complete after the modules are set. So you, you get there a lot faster with modular construction. And obviously, for certain types of projects, getting into the building sooner, like if you're trying to build an apartment building where you're going to be getting rent, correct? The sooner you get people paying you the rents, the more money it goes in the owner's pocket, right? Yes, exactly. The uh, they see the revenue faster. Um, they see their uh, general conditions costs go down. Um, so there's uh, several advantages to speed. Uh, there's a relationship between speed and money, and we provide that. Uh, okay. So um, would you say that from a, you know, aside from the speed equation, would you say that it's, it's cost neutral, though, as far as, you know, construction costs? I, I think so. Um, I, I'm not as familiar with the cost, but the, um, the, the costs are generally uh, cost neutral with uh, site built steel uh, concrete construction. Um, yeah, and then you factor the speed in there, and it just and it becomes a win, right? Right, and yeah. that's that's really where we we gain okay. is the speed. Excellent. So, modular has been around for a while. Obviously, you said you've in been in the space for ten plus years, mm-hmm. um, and we know that there's been some fairly high profile buildings that have attempted to go modular. Um, and, but generally, modular has always been, you know, I think when most people think modular, they think of that construction office trailer that's yes. sitting on the job site <laughs> of the stick-built job, that, that the office was built modularly, even yes. if they connect a couple of trailers together. So I think that's most people's conception. But we're talking about actually doing, you know, multi-story, mid-rise, high-rise buildings in a modular way. So modular has been around for a while. The modular is new. So what makes it kind of unique and how is it? So, so Z-Modular, um, we do steel modular. And, uh, and that's unique into its own right, right? Yes. So there, you know, most of the modular companies um, around the U.S. are wood modular companies. There's uh, very few that uh, do the steel modular uh, design. And we do that and we're doing that on a larger scale than anyone. Um, so that, that gives us an advantage. Uh, we're also, because of our vector block, we have tight tolerances, uh, which allows us to put on uh, siding, um, exterior cladding, things like that, uh, that can save you uh, on site build costs. So maybe you don't have to have scaffolding on your building because it, it comes with the siding already installed. Gotcha. Yeah, so, um, and obviously we at Atlas Tube like it because it uses HSS. I mean, that's a, that's a key thing we should mention, too. we got the vector block corners, but then we're using HSS frames. Right. And so clearly as a tube company, we like that kind yes, of stuff. Yes, yes. <laughs> and we like the partnership uh, yeah. with Atlas and with Zeckelman. Uh, it's, it's a great partnership. Uh, it works very well. Um, for uh, for modular design and even other companies that have done modular design have used the steel tube as well. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and, and as you mentioned the Zuckerman Industries. I mean, obviously there are other products other than the HSS that Zuckerman produces: the conduit, the sprinkler pipe. Yes, and that's all being used in these modules as well, too. Right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. We, we're using our own uh, our own uh, materials. Yeah, and so one of the things we like to say in the Zuckerman Industries is that we can provide material from the piling to the penthouse, and so Z modular fits right into that that whole. Management 
mantra. Yes, yeah. yes, we're we're doing it all under one roof. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's great. And and so um, clearly, with the backing of, of the Zuckerman family and the Zuckerman Industries, um, you know, Zimajo has grown quite a bit. Uh, you yes. mentioned you've been here for a year and a half. How, how has it grown in the past year and a half? So when I started, there were uh, two people here in the Troy area, and that was a year and a half ago. And now we're at approximately forty here, wow. and still growing. Um, so we've we've grown we've grown quick. Um, We've also, uh, when I started, there was uh, one plant just starting, and by the end of this year, we will have four plants in four locations. So you mentioned a plant, so uh, I think we might clear this. So these are manufacturing facilities where the modules are actually built and fit out. So kind of give us a quick... Sure. So uh, what happens in our plant, our fabrication facility is uh, we use our vector blocks and our uh, HSS and weld together the modular frame. And the modular frame then goes down an assembly line and where decking is added and walls are added and uh, finishes are put on, electrical, plumbing, mechanical, all of that is done. Modules are painted and fully fit out and finished and then wrapped all going down the assembly line and then shipped out to the site. And all of that happens under our um, each of our plants. So it's really almost taking the automotive production model into the construction arena, right? Yes, yes. We actually have a rolling assembly line. Um, uh, it's it's similar to the uh, assembly line started by Henry Ford. <laughs> yeah, going, going, it's appropriate we're in Motor City that yes. uh, we are <laughs> referencing the, the original assembly line, so that's great. Um, so you mentioned we have four facilities, and they're kind of smattered around the country, right? Yes. And uh, and that, that's, you know... Um, I think an important part of this process is, you know, we are doing everything. We are doing the design. So yes. uh, we are working with an owner and we're doing the design work and then we're actually doing the manufacturing. And then we also are doing the placing of these modules as well, too. Right? Yes. So uh, Zeckelman has acquired Hayes Modular, which is uh, one of the largest, if not the largest modular set company. Um, in the country and so now they're division of Zeckelman and we fabricate, we set uh, and tie in the buildings all under uh, one umbrella. And I think it's important to realize that people understand that when we walk away from the building, it's an operational building, right? The lights are on and everything, right? Yeah. So when we walk away from the building, yes, we've uh, we've made the connection. We, when Hayes leaves, they, they've dried in the modules. They've uh, made any uh, any connections that meet, need to be made structurally. They've made uh, connections to seal the um, building envelope. And then at that point, we can either stay on to make the final uh, MEP connections, or uh, that can be work done by a GC uh, where they make the final, let's say 10% uh, of, the, uh, of the work. Okay. So going back to the fabrication of the manufacturing facilities, um, so we're basically hiring people that put in conduit, that put in drywall. So um, so we're basically taking these construction trades that would have been out in the field and putting them into a manufacturing environment. Yes. Um, do you think that's well received by the trades? I, I believe so. Um, as the the trades, the average age in, in trades is, is going up, um, we see that uh, they are more receptive to working in a controlled environment in our manufacturing facilities, uh, as opposed to being 10 stories up in the air with uh, no heat and uh, doing the same work. So they are very receptive to that change. And I gotta imagine that given that consistent environment that um, 
even thinking we talk about speed, I was thinking even the, the guy hanging drywall, he's probably going to go faster because he's doing the basically repeating the job over and over again. He's working at the same level, right? And the materials are stored right where he needs them. Uh, it's it's uh, it's more efficient. Um, he's always installing drywall in in one bay and has all his tools there and doesn't have to set everything up every day. So it's it's there when he comes and uh, ready to go. So that's a that adds to the efficiency of the construction process. Yeah, that's great. I think I think it's, this is revolutionary. I yes. mean, this, this definitely changes the way that we do it. And I think, you know, it's important to to point out that while this has been done for many, many years, um, what we've brought to the party, for lack of a better way of saying it, with the, the modular frame and the, the vector block using steel, that we've actually probably made the industry scalable. Yes. That we can get into much bigger projects. Yes, so you're right. It, it, it's been done before at smaller scales and without the appropriate investments. Um, uh, other modular companies have, uh, well, a lot of them are, are, are one or two, what we call mom and pop shops, where they may have one factory to do commercial. And uh, that's sort of the extents of what they can do. Um, some of the other uh, companies that are larger just haven't had the uh, the investment and haven't had the idea of, of how to make it work. And that's where, you know, being a part of the Zeckelman family of companies is it has been very beneficial uh, because we have the strong backing of the, the Zeckelman family and uh, Zeckelman Industries. We're able to uh, grow fast. We're able to hit multiple markets. Uh, we're able to uh, get out and work with affiliates and, and, and have the supply chain to be able to, um, to do this in multiple locations. And we have the intention of, uh, of creating modular, commercial modular buildings where some companies do it on the side or do it as infill business. So, yeah, because so I would imagine that some of these companies that, like you said, they have one facility, so they maybe get one good sized job and it fills their facility. But then, if they were to get another job, they have to wait till that first one's done, right? They get, they have no ability to take on more work than they can handle. Right. So there, there's capacity limitations at the smaller places, and if you're selling speed and uh, you can't deliver fast because someone's in line ahead of you, then you're not really selling speed. So to be able to be in multiple markets and have facilities throughout the country and have affiliate programs throughout the country, then that allows us to uh, build and, and, and maintain an appropriate size to be able to be responsive to the market and to owners. Um, and then in addition, the, the fact that of how our system is built with the tight tolerances on our uh, jig, we're able to build uh, for one building out of multiple factories and uh, be able to ensure alignment when the modules are set. Yeah, that's a great point. I was going to ask that question. It's like, okay, if we've got four facilities, if we had a really large project, let's say, you know, looking down the road where one facility couldn't handle it, we could do them in multiple locations and everything would fit together. Yes, and we've already done that. We've, we've had buildings uh, completed from multiple factories where everything fit together. Wow, that's great. Um, and you also mentioned affiliates. So does that mean that other people are using our system? Yes. So um, we've signed on with um, other large companies, uh, Skinder out of Chicago, um, Ellis Don out of Ontario and um, they're going to be an affiliate program so where they open up their own factory and use our uh, vector block and use our HSS to create modules and, and do their own design and their own fabrication uh, along our system guidelines. That's great. Yeah, I mean, I, that's a whole other, uh, you know, 
way of looking at this industry is where you could have a project type where maybe someone does the mechanical rooms and someone does the hotel rooms and someone does the elevator and, and but they're all done in different locations but they all arrive at the site and they all fit yes yes that that is uh, that is the ideal uh, way to work with our uh, with our uh, system yeah that, that's that's like I said that before that's pretty revolutionary um, so we mentioned you mentioned that we've done some projects so what what project type have we kind of been working on lately so uh, the project type that we've been working on are uh, multifamily uh, hospitality, so your hotels, um, and uh, student housing, um, which that's our, our first large project is in uh, is in San Marcos, Texas. Uh, it's a student housing facility for uh, Texas State University, and um, it's currently being set now. Um, and it's actually, you could see it on our, uh, on the link on our website, watch it being set. Yeah, I saw that uh, there was some Facebook Live stuff done, uh, and that was on the, the Z Modular Facebook page, I think, yes. right? Uh, we actually had saw, we had a live event back in May. Yes, yeah. we had a set event, a stacking event. So the, uh, you know, we invited contractors, GCs, owners to come in and see and actually walk through the building as it's being set, uh, get to see firsthand, sort of kick the tires, uh, <laughs> so that they can understand, uh, you know, things that they weren't maybe able to understand from drawings or from explanation, uh, so they could see it. First hand ask questions. Uh, we had a team on site uh, that took them through a tour of the facility, took them to a, through a tour of the sales office, which was also a modular uh, uh, a modular building. So um, that was a that, that was a good event, and uh, there should be some video on our website uh, from that. That's great. So a successful event, I think. Yes. 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 Great. And uh, so far, the project is successful as well. It sounds. Yes. Yes. It's uh, it, it's setting. It's it's moving fast. Um, you know, we're uh, we're able to set uh, quite a few modules every day, and um, you know, as long as it doesn't rain, we're uh, <laughs> we can set modules. That's great. Uh, would you say that's probably one of the more complicated projects that we've done? Because I know we've done several up to this point. But yes, that, that this would be the most complicated project we've done, uh, just because of the size, uh, the orientation, the the design itself, uh, sort of a stair step podium design uh, that, that made it uh, a very complex building complex building but yet the modular system still made it simple yes yes we were able to manufacture at a good speed uh, because of the repetitive nature of the modules um, and and break down a complicated building into uh, simplified modules I've seen I've actually seen renderings of it I haven't seen it in the actual building itself but I've seen renderings and it's a pretty interesting looking building um, and I think that's important to point out because I think when people start thinking about Lego blocks and you know while I know you can make you know the Millennium Falcon out of out of Lego blocks. Uh, at the end of the day, most people already think of modular buildings as probably pretty bland and boring. And, yes. you know, but and this this building definitely challenges that. So, um, it, you know, a lot of the misconceptions about modular is that it's just a, a rectangle or it, it looks a certain way, and that's not the case. Um, you can design and design efficiently and effectively, and get a uh, a great looking building out of modular units. That's great. Um, 
I, I think that's an important part of the, the process for people to understand is that you know modular doesn't you know lock you into something you know because I imagine if there's an architect out there listening they're thinking oh great I, I lose any create creative balance that I may have had because yeah. of that yeah no usually we find that um, we sort of give the architect the guidelines to designing with it and uh, as long as we give them the guidelines up front they're they're uh, pretty interested in in taking that and and running with it and seeing what they can come up with um, as opposed to uh, getting a floor plan that they've already designed for site build and then uh, you know telling them that you need to follow these guidelines and then they're they're more reluctant to uh, make the changes gotcha. um, but when you give them the the guidelines up front it's you, you can see the excitement you can see the wheels turning uh, as they come up with uh, modular concepts uh, to do yeah and I think that you know uh, from some of the, the press that I've seen about modular that um, the architects get excited about it because this kind of ticks a lot of boxes when it comes to you know the modern approach to to construction whether it be being green or being efficient or or trying to work in an urban environment I mean so I think that you know modular has a you know ticks a lot of those boxes for architects right yes yes uh, modular does uh, it's it's a very efficient way to build and um, it's actually very green. There's there's low waste. Um, there's well, we're using steel or recycled uh, material, so that's that's another benefit. But there's a lot of green things associated with modular construction, um, and you know architects do embrace it. Owners embrace it. Um, as well, it's a, it's a, it's just a very efficient design. So let's kind of go back to uh, I guess the beginning of the process um, and, and describe for me. Uh, you know, we mentioned architects. We mentioned you know we do, we do design here, but to kind of tell us uh, you know we, we we work with outside consultants, right, and, and some of these projects. Yes, yes. So in, in most cases, an owner will come to us and they will have their architect that they've worked with before or that they like, and um, their architect will 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 give them an education on how to design with modular, you know, our fire assemblies, uh, our connection details, sort of how to lay out the building. And then we'll work with them to come up with a modular floor plan so that we can agree upon, this is how the modules are gonna be laid out. And that can happen pretty fast. Um, and then at that point, then the owner, we can uh, work with the owner and get a better price, uh, get to a GMP with the owner and uh, determine, uh, you know, the maximum price. And then at that point, we bring in, we have structural engineers, either in-house or consultants we work with and an MEP engineer, either we bring in someone or if the owner has someone that we feel qualified, we'll work with them to uh, create the design and get the design through permit drawings. Um, and for modular, permit drawings are a little bit different. Uh, How they, so? They, they go through uh, a state, usually, as opposed to a local. So if you're building a, a building in a certain city, usually you submit the drawings to that city, that municipality. But with modular, it's usually a state program. So we'll submit it to the state or the state's sanctioned third party, and they'll do the, the review and approval. So we, once we get it through that process, there's still uh, that same set of drawings then goes into the local uh, municipality so that they can approve anything that's done on site. Um, but for us, the approval happens at the state level and then the inspection happens in the factory. So that once it leaves the factory, it's been a 
permitted module and it's been inspected and signed off on. I see. Okay. So yeah, that's a little bit different. So um, that was one of the questions I was going to ask is like when you're dealing with code officials, mm-hmm. you know, are you bumping up to the lack of experience, lack of knowledge when it comes to that? But it sounds like if states have a program in place already, they've maybe already kind of accepted modular as a, as an, uh, a way forward. Yes. So a, a lot of the states have a, a, a modular program. Um, some are, are more robust than others. Um, but in general, it's, it's pretty much that, uh, that philosophy. Now, what we do to work with locals is that we don't want to exclude them. We want to, them to feel it's part of the process. So we'll go in up front and explain to them how the process works so they're not shocked when they don't get to inspect our modules. So we usually go in up front and we invite them to come to the plant um, and, and see anything under construction. Um, we let them know how things are, are going to happen and how they're going to be finished on site. Uh, a lot of the questions they ask are about fire assemblies, uh, fire continuity details. So we explain that to them up front and usually um, there's no issues with that. You know, we're, we're still designing to the same set of codes. Uh, typically it's the IBC. So um, it's, it's once we have that conversation, we usually don't have uh, too many other issues. And so is it fair to say that this uh, is being pretty well accepted in the marketplace then? Yes, yes, it's, it's very well accepted. Um, it's, uh, you know, it, it, there are some jurisdictions that are a little bit harder than others to deal with, but uh, everyone uh, has, has been uh, pretty receptive to modular construction. So for lack of a better way of saying it, the sky is really the limit on what we can do with this, this technology, right? Yes. That's, that's correct. You know, because we, I know we have kind of some aspirations of building tall, but yes. I think uh, as you mentioned to me earlier that uh, we're going to focus in on projects that are uh, kind of maybe closer to the ground just because that's where the business is, right? Right. That's where the majority of buildings, the new buildings are, are you know, under that 10-story uh, range. But, you know, with our, with our product, we do have the ability to go taller, um, you know, structurally designed. Um, we can go taller. Um, but right now we're just sticking with, uh, uh, I'd say about 10 story max, 10, 12 story max. Yeah. And the other thing I, I want to point out just occurred to me that, you know, we mentioned that these are steel modules. We're using HSS, um, which is unique. Um, and one of the things that I've, I've heard people talk about is like, well, gee, our, you know, because you're manufacturing this steel in a, in, uh, in a factory as opposed to going to a fabricator, are we taking business away from steel fabricators? And I think the answer to that is no, because we're going after project types that normally aren't built in steel. That's correct. Right. So we're, we're going after projects that, uh, you know, it could be normally built in wood, uh, normally built in concrete. Um, yeah, we're we're um, not I would say we're not uh, competing with those fabricators for uh, for the type of projects that we're working on. Yeah. And I guess you'd even go to say that if a fabricator wanted to get into this space, then and they have this, we have a system that they could adopt. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So I, I think this is it has a great future, uh, not only to promote structural steel uh, systems into not typical uh, projects that aren't typically steel, mm-hmm. um, but it also allows other players to come in into play. Yes, so. yes, we're, we're, we've simplified the design and, and made the, the process easy to uh, sign on affiliates if they're interested. Um, it's I think it's an easy system for them to start with. Yeah, we mentioned uh, earlier that Skinder Construction in Chicago is uh, a licensee of our technology and yes. is opening up their own facility yes. on the west side of Chicago, I think. 
Uh, I believe that's where it's going. Mm -hmm. uh, there was an announcement not too long ago about that. Are you in, directly involved with them getting up and running or is other people in the organization? Yeah, so we have several people that are working with them. Um, myself, I'm acting as a, a liaison or consultant uh, just to make sure that they're designing appropriately with the system, uh, that they're using our components correctly, overseeing uh, some of their designs just sort of as a you know protection of our brand and making sure that uh, you know it's, it's being done right and uh, that's part of our affiliate uh, process and agreement that's great uh, I think that it, it's you know this just seems like like I said has a great upside to it and, and the sky's the limit to repeat that so um, that's great no I appreciate the sitting down with us today and talking about this this has been very educational um, I think that uh, Z modular uh, as the, the newest division of Zuckerman Industries is probably one of the fastest growing. Uh, you know, you have a, a lot of space to fill yes. there. And, uh, and as you mentioned, you're up to 40 people now in this yes. office. Yes. Um, and I know we're trying to fill our factories out with, with personnel. So I know that the, the hiring part of it is also a challenge. Yes, yes. The hiring and training part is a challenge, but we're up to it. Yeah, that's good. Um, okay, well, let's get back to a little personal note here. Um, so uh, I, I you're obviously very busy yes uh, but I also know you're a family man and uh, you know you have some kids yes I have two small boys uh, age three and six. Oh, you are busy then <laughs> yes so when I'm busy here and then I go home I'm busy again that's great well it's important to have that balance and I think that's one of the important uh, things uh, that I've valued working for uh, for Zuckerman Industries is their life balance is, is, a, is a very important thing here and so yes. glad to hear that you're experiencing that as well too <laughs> yes. um, but when you're not uh, tearing your hair out over uh, modular <laughs> construction or, or with your boys what, what do you do for fun uh, I, I like to play basketball for a little bit of exercise um, I, I like to fish um, those are sort of my, my two hobbies, I guess. Well, living in Michigan, there's lots of good places to yes. fish around here. Yes, it's, there are. Yeah, as growing, having grown up in Michigan myself, I, 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 I did fish when I was a kid. I was very bad at it, though. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I, and it's funny because I always thought it was a luck thing, right? Yeah. But I've learned that, no, it, fishing some... actually is a skill thing, and I yes. was not good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah. It, it does take some skill. It does take some time. Uh, but uh, you know, I I just enjoy sitting out on the water on a nice day. So oh, very relaxing, right? Yes. You know, do you have a favorite fishing hole? Uh, usually, I'm in the Detroit River okay. uh, during the Silver Bass Run. Oh, uh, very nice. That's 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 usually, and that's once you once you know where to go, it it's it's more catching than fishing. So yeah. that's a lot of fun. <laughs> that, that makes it a little bit easier. Yes. I, so I might even be successful. Yes. 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 Okay. yes. yes. <laughs> That's great. Well, Michael, once again, thank you for sitting down today. All right. Um, thank you for having me. Yeah. So once again, today we were talking with Michael Bell, the Director of Engineering at Z Modular. Uh, hopefully you guys uh, out there enjoyed this. Uh, if you want to know more information about Z Modular, uh, visit zmodular.com. Uh, also on Facebook as well and yes. LinkedIn. So uh, I think we've got all the social media outlets uh, mm -hmm. covered there. Mm -hmm. uh, but do check out some of the videos, some of the Facebook Live archives that are out there. Um, I think you'll find that stuff interesting if you want no more feel free to reach out to michael um and then uh as always you know feel free to to uh, contact me uh if you have questions regarding this podcast or anything else that's uh, related to uh, zuckelman industries or atlas tube so once again this has been tubular connections i'm your host brad fletcher please join us again for the next episode thanks for listening to tubular connections you can learn more about designing with steel HSS at atlastube.com.